And welcome back to the Search Life Podcast. Number 22. 22. Nice. Johnny. Shoes, what's happening? How, How are you doing, man? Very good. That's the job. That's the job. Feels like a long time. Since Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. In the studio. It's been a while. We're in the studio. We've, um, we can see the camera, things. so we can kind of see what's behind us. We've we got Bruce. It. We missed the studio Bob. the last time because oh, good you could see the studio, man. but there was no sound. So it just yeah. didn't work. Facebook Live. Uh, it just didn't work out, so no more Facebook Lives. No. And uh, loads of RTE, obviously. Well, it has um, to be done. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Total. So yeah, all good. It's great to be back again, studio, man. man. How are you yeah, getting I, on? I'm good. I'm in the hood. You're in the hood. I love whoop, it. Whoop. Nice. Yeah. Ultimate. So, I'm in the hood, nice man. hoodie. I have a hood, too. Yeah, I got the head shaved, all trimmed up. Good. For the podcast. I had to put manners in yeah. you. Oh, just... yeah. I was a bit scruffy, like. Good yeah, man. Sure. Life is busy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So um, we're gonna kick it off. I suppose we're gonna go straight into it, man. We're gonna go into how we're getting on. Good. Saunas. Good. Yes. Push-ups. Push-ups. Lots of cool, lots of cool new additions. Tell us what you, what have you got going on now at the minute? Uh, the so, last time. so the last time was a month ago. Mm. We didn't do anything in a month. So, yeah. uh, so we're back now. Not gonna you know wreck the sound in this one everything's gonna be sweet <laughs> no so life. so it's important that we do this uh, explain this right the last time we made a bit of a prep that we were going to do more saunas and more cold shock uh, with the saunas <coughs> especially mm-hmm. and uh, to be fair to you you did a lot with me as well a lot of sauna trips and a lot of cold shock with the sauna trips and uh, i also went on a couple of ice bath adventures more than a couple actually did yeah, seven days in a row posted a couple of them on facebook as well as one or two yeah 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 uh, cold and i did uh, five <laughs> days in a row and two days cold showers building up to it as a warm-up <laughs> yeah you're insane so yeah yeah totally <laughs> mental yeah so it was five we'll say that again five five days uh five basically two days cold showers well i've always been tampering with cold showers anyway obviously with the wim Hof method and stuff yeah. like that but, uh, the cold showers, cold how, long, showers. how long of a cold shower would you be having then? Oh, like you start off kind of trying to, like if you've never done a cold shower, you start off to, like, like kind of lukewarm to cold, back to lukewarm to cold, back to lukewarm to cold. And you kind of do that so you're comfortable in just 30 second intervals. But it's hard to do with your shower because by the time it changes, your 30 second turns into a minute. Yes. So, yeah. um, my advice really is just go straight into the cold and start doing 30 seconds yeah. for as long as you can maybe and then turn off the shower. What I found is every time I've turned off the shower and tried to give up, I felt like oh, I could probably do another two minutes. Yeah. So then that, I, I don't know, maybe that was just ramping my test alone to give me the, the Lerodis to go back in again. Exactly, you know? yeah, yeah. You felt so, invigorated. So, so I would build up my 10 minutes with intervals of two minutes and maybe a minute in between or two minutes in between. So 10 minutes cold shower. Yeah, but like, <laughs> Total, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 20 minutes if you can. I've done like 15 after a sauna, yeah. cold shower. Much easier to do after a sauna, I find, yeah, than, yeah. because you're kind of in the zone and yeah. but, uh, a bit of Just so I don't lose track. Um, so the ice baths then. The ice baths. So freezing all the bottles then at home, you know. Uh, you've seen it, like the pictures I was telling you. Like, yeah. And buying the ice bags then. So I got it down to like what you need is about 
12 kgs of ice with a full bat. 12 kgs of ice. How many bats? There's a 2 kg bag. So you get six of them, let's say. And uh, I was banging in more. I was getting about another four or five kgs of just bottles and whatever, you know. Because, you know, like a litre is like yeah. a kg or whatever. I was kind of going that way with it. But um, I tell you, no, man, uh, absolutely insane. Because if you go back, I, I'm not joking. If you go back and listen to the cryotherapy podcast, I was so inspired from our, what we were saying. I listened to our podcast doing a cold bat one night. Oh, yeah. Doing a nice bat one night. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like the benefits and all that. It yeah. was just like inside there listening away to it. It's interesting. And it extends from the Wim Hof as well and the cold of Wim Hof too. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've probably never done so much Wim Hof in, in one uh, session. Uh, yeah. Because you can't help but do it when you're in there. You have to control the breathing, is hyper important, um, sure. I don't know if you remember. Um, you you were kind of stressing the fact that it goes through to that guy you were studying it goes through to his bones, through his muscles, Into the compared core to like the, the cryotherapy, the cryo chamber, that would just be like your skin and your muscle, and uh, I remember feeling like that. <laughs> I remember feeling like that. Yeah, like coming up next to the shower, like or next to the fire. Sorry, and it, like Eva having to throw back like blankets in me and stuff. Really, like that. so that cold. cold. Yeah, it literally took me like an hour to warm up. No way. But uh, I remember the next that night. Yeah, the, the coldest that. I was. Sure, I did. I did seven, like a five. Five in yeah. how many? It was in in seven, a week. In a I did week. seven a days, like two days uh, ice, uh, cold shower. Insane. So um, yeah, I've stopped now. I just yeah. do cold showers all the time with saunas now. Uh, it's just too much bother, man. I was freezing so much stuff. I was buying, mo- I was spending money on ice. Yeah, it was good for the experience of it. Yeah, it was like a challenge it, yeah. like, to make myself do it, like you know. But uh, that's so cool. Do you know what I started doing actually? And this is a fact, like oh, God's honest truth. Like, and you know this. This is like this is a fact. Like, since I started doing all of this, right? Mm. Do you know what I've started doing repetitively, and I haven't stopped. Wow. I don't think I'm ever going to stop. Early morning training. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm early. I'm in early morning training session. No, I, I every morning, no matter what, even if it's yoga, I'm up, gone five o'clock. Uh, just like, like I've no oh, time. Oh, the house at five a.m. Uh, <clears throat> about ten past five, quarter past five. Uh, and you know the worst thing about it is if I if I kind of go to the toilet in the house, I can wake Ellie, which fixes it all up. So I can I may have to go to the garage or something like that. Mm. But some garages aren't open until half five, so that cuts my training session down a bit. So yeah. it's all it depends on what garage I can find to go to the toilet, and uh, <laughs> which is stupid to be honest. But uh, that's the way it works that's in the morning. Like, yeah. uh, so anyway, long story short, getting the session going. Uh, yeah, loving it in the morning. Push ups. <clears throat> I'm doing the push ups too. Yeah, start this push up thing yeah. that I learned in Canada from this guy. He was a huge. Kind of, he looked like a bodybuilder. Nobody was just a push up. Uh, he's a, he a push-up scholar he loved push-ups yeah. you know he really really appreciated what they did for the body he would talk about the fact that they build your back with your arms and your chest and your core and your legs all if you did them all right yeah and then you could make them even harder again by being on your fingers you know like, the, like it's only up to you to make them hard as hard as you want you know you can put your hands closer on your fingers you know it's like there's so, yeah. so many ways of making the push-up harder and developing strength and muscle from just the push-up 
so I, I, I learned a lot of that stuff from him just talking to him because we worked doing swimming pools for a year, me and this guy. Mm. So we talk all day long about, like I talk about fighting, he'd talk about push-ups. We'd be talking about American football and the difference between fast twitch and yeah. stuff. Cool conversations with this guy. So yeah. he started me doing this before <clears> and I injured my arm, remember, over in Canada boxing. Mm -hmm. So I always wanted to go back to this thing that I got into, which was this push-up thing. So the the push-ups is a it's like sets of fifty. Uh, you just do four sets of fifty, maybe five sets of fifty if you can. Two fifty or two hundred. I'm doing two two hundred on it. Terracotta. I've tried to do two hundred. I've the most I've gotten to is yeah. I think it's one fifty. As I've got to, yeah. I managed to do two hundred. I did a hundred and a hundred. Mm, yeah, the yeah. most I've gotten to was one fifty. Like I did a hundred in the after in the afternoon and another hundred in the evening all oh, right but i already did 150 yeah, together, yeah yeah but i haven't managed to get 200 it's uh and then the pulls you gotta do pulls in between you gotta superset with the pulls so you gotta like start off with like five sets of wide arm pull-ups when you're doing the push-ups do 50 sets and then five sets wide arm and then kind of like that will just start building a bit of strength in your back so now i could just do 10 sets of wide arm pull-ups if i wanted to mm -hmm. you know um, so I was using the car, opening the boot, <laughs> at like half five, ten to six in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, back, boot is open in the car, I've got the legs going in the boot, I'm using the boot, the, the rim of the boot as, as a pull-up, but it's actually a bench pull, but it's my full body weight because yeah. I'm like locked, <clears throat> I get you. feet are on the, the two seats, for a long enough care. <laughs> so yes. yeah, so I'm super setting with that with the push-ups. At the back uh, of the car. I haven't done any sprints or anything like that. Half yet. five in the morning. Uh, ten to six. Ten to six. It takes me a while to get to where I'm trying to get to. But usually the lock is where I'm going. Fabulous. The lock and cork. All the birds are waking up. Sometimes I'm there before they wake up. So which is it's nuts. Yeah, that's yeah, insane. Stairs and stuff. Beautiful. Great it's, way to start an hour the day. before I go to work. Yeah, and I do everything incorporated with yoga. Everything is like even the push-ups. Uh, start with a yoga sequence, uh, and they finish with a yoga sequence. Uh, how I go down into the push-up and how I finish with my my uh, my neck coming up and my back is extended into the the sphinx position for a rest before I start my push-up, and then when I start, I'm all engaged in my core. Mm -hmm. So everything I do is is involved, and like uh, I heard, which is very important, to do ten push-ups, perfect, is more than, way more important than doing two hundred. Mm -hmm. So, I do ten, ten, ten up to fifty. So I do five sets of ten, and if I can't perform like a good set of ten, I'll stop. Like if I'm at like my last thirty, yeah. Let's say it's I've one hundred and fifty done. I've last fifty to go, and I've only thirty done, and I can't do any more. I'll just stop. I'll start supersetting. Then I'm probably tired. Maybe I should have taken two days off. You know, and that's usually how the body works. Because I'm doing it every second day. But I found out like from one time to one, like for size and for strength. Give yourself two days or three days if you're feeling a bit like, oh, I'd love to improve my push-ups or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that small stretch of it, two or three days. But going back and hitting those push-ups hard again, you will see that strength increase. But you have to give the little window of, of rest. You need the rest. But that's when the healing happens, of course. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm up to. Yeah. And yeah, the sauna's, so. of course, as well. So, so, so that push. was the morning and then sauna's in the evening. And yes, dad, yeah. full-time dad, of course. Full-time dad. So full uh, job. going back to jujitsu this week. Yeah, 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 exciting. So, looking forward to that. Yeah. Can't, I can't wait. So um, hopefully the push-ups are going to stand to me. I'm sure uh, they will. I'm sure it'll be very effective. 
Uh, but sure, you're feeling much stronger anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's good. But uh, what about yourself? Similar enough, but not as intense as you. Yeah, you started though. Yeah, started the push ups. Started doing saunas. Push up, saunas, joined, uh, joined sauna, which is going to be great now. Going to do sauna day, maybe even more if we can get more in. If it's a weekend um, or something. <clears throat> bit, of, uh, bit of breeding. Liking the breeding still. Still nice. kind of getting Wim the half. I'm going for walks at lunchtime. Actually, why don't you explain about the, the breeding for, let's say, someone who's listening at home. Explain the breeding about how you would incorporate the Wim Hof when you're, when you're exhausted in the sauna. And you want to go back, like, you know, you, like, let's say you're 20 minutes in there, you know, 30 mm -hmm. minutes, you and me find it hard, but realistically, someone would find it hard after 10 minutes. So let's say after 10 minutes, they find it hard. They should probably go out, they should, you know, do this Wim Hof breeding stuff. Set yeah. of 30, three sets of 30, two sets of 30, get the... Definitely. Try not to have a cold shower. If you yeah. need to, do. Because if, if you're an amateur and you're just getting yeah. into it. Well, I'd say at the beginning, do have a cold shower if you want to. Mm. <clears throat> but I mean, with the breathing, it's just a case of... Well, kind of getting you know, your focus back and... Get the, it just oxygenates the blood as well. Because I think you've been in this confined environment in the sauna as well. And I yeah. think that to an extent, <sighs> you are going to be under pressure because the amount of oxygen in there it's just it's not it's as limited, like, it is limited and if there's other people in there it's limited again you're you're putting no carbon dioxide into the environment and mm. like the oxygen available i presume is much less than would be normal so you're coming out you're filling your body with oxygen and i suppose it just gives you that I mean, we know from all the women from the wim half podcast and all the good mm. stuff that the, the wim half method does and the oxygenating the yeah, blood yeah. alkalizing the blood you know regulates like you know anxiety levels mm. heart rate all these different things um and just being able to you know you can sit outside sit down get your towel mm. sit in the towel yeah Don't relax be, relax and uh do the wim half breathing for like three sets 30 or even more, even if you wanted to do and, five uh, sets. I don't know about you, no, but I find it's <clears throat> hard enough to, to deal with because I don't mind talking in the sauna. <laughs> talkers. Right? I don't mind talking at all. Talking, I'll talk. Yeah. But you're going to shorten my time in there if I'm talking. Indeed. Like, there's a good chance. Like, if I meet a friend or something like that, I'd probably put that totally on the. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't care, like, you know? Exactly. But uh, if I'm in there to get something done and I'm after a hard day's work and I'm trying to like, go home in an hour to see Ellie and you know, it's all time right and I'm trying to get 40 minutes in the sauna. The last thing I'm going to do is talk to some guy about what's going on in the news at the moment yeah, or whatever. The fake news, is it? What's exactly, going on the fake, fake news. news. Yeah. So it's, it's tough enough. That's terrible, that kind of shit, isn't it? It's hard enough. Like, yeah. You want to insult anyone either. So... Yeah. Um, as you said, you just kind of look, look away. Indeed. <laughs> and well, close I would, your eyes I would a bit. just tell people, like, I wouldn't <laughs> talk. Pretend they're not talking to you. I don't engage if I don't want yeah. to. But if somebody's interested in what I'm doing, or if they're asking interesting, you know, if they're like, you know, just, you know you're, you're in and out here, or what are you up to doing? You know, because people actually do ask that regularly. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. So what are you up to? I oh, had lads there yesterday. They're asking, you know, what are you up to there? Can I, like, yeah, mm. you know, couldn't wait or yeah, whatever because yeah. they were seeing I was in the sauna for so for long like, like, yeah, yeah. and these boys were like I'd say they were rugby fellas like yeah yeah, um, yeah. so like if people have in, nice. if there's interesting conversations I'd so always you tell have them? it um, oh yeah I just said I was so good I didn't tell them about the growth hormone they love all that shit no I know rugby players excuse my French I, to be honest 
I wasn't, I was already getting used to that sauna as well. It was my first mm, time in there yes. and I was trying to get the yeah. maximum out of it. Now, there was three lads there and I wasn't looking mm. to be chatting to three lads. You know what, sometimes, sometimes I wasn't in the mood either, like, you know. Mm, I'm actually worried like that, Jesus. You know? um, and that's fine. I don't like mean to be rude if anyone yeah. meets me and you know? I don't really want to talk to them. So I'm sure it's just because I spend so much about time the podcast as well in the sauna as we chat about it as time progresses. Well, we have done, yeah. And we so have we done have as well. And, um, but yeah, just keep it positive and like it's the energy thing is the, what it is. It saps your energy when you're in when you're in the yeah. sauna for a long period of time. Talking or stretching or moving saps the energy. You, oh man, and and you, you just need to get out after like five out. minutes of talking. Your heart Perfect. starts going. So, so you need to breathe when you're talking. Mm, yeah. And when you're in there and you need to breathe, you're supposed to slow down breathing so when you're in there. a tip for anybody who wants mm. to practice saunas, in yeah. fact, is by all means, fill your lungs and breathe in there. But if you can have light breathing in mm. there that's what you want yeah so you can actually just meditate into relaxing you do have to meditate into it as well and you have to light breathe mm -hmm. when you get your heart rate down but you can't yeah. light breathe with your heart rate up and when you're talking your heart rate goes up visualization it's a fantastic place for visualization visualizing mm. the life you want to have like i was visualizing you know i said oh, lovely. i'm gonna get to have sauna day you know for that i'm gonna work out every day and i'm, I'm gonna eat this and, I'm gonna do that. and i was in my mind i was thinking about right this is you know this is the life that i'm gonna live it's gonna be summertime over the next couple of months Aww. and i was kind of said i might grow a few Duggan's bits stuff you know so i was like it's a really good environment to do that kind of visualization and we all know that that visualization is what helps to build dreams into reality you know because well, we've all done it like brother um, that's what reality is yeah but it's reality, a great time to do reality it reality is actually not reality no reality, reality. is your imagination the and imagination is, as he said is the only place where you can be free mm -hmm. so it's it's very important um that you express your imagination so if you think about it man you're all running or you're walking the dog or you're getting married or you're doing something that you love doing, you're going drinking Wednesday night, you're going to imagine, oh, I can't wait for it when we all do this. We exactly, watch the match in the yeah. pub. We, what will we do? Like, How will we do it? You're always yeah. imagining. Ima imagining stuff makes your life so much better. Yeah. And to say or not, you probably just don't realise what we're saying. Yes. You probably just don't understand the, the term yeah. of imagination. It's unconscious imagination. People get a bit like, oh, imagining, oh, your imagination, yeah, you're, you're way in your imagination. No, no. That's actually a good thing. Totally. Have a think oh, with you your do. imagination how you could make your life a bit better. Sure you've Law of Attraction on I mean, We did the podcast and mm. Law of Attraction didn't do it any justice We're going to do another one. We're that was shocking. Yeah. But it is about the Law of Attraction and yeah. it is about yeah. the positive thinking. There's a lot more to Well, do you know what? There probably isn't a lot more to it other than feeling the feelings and bringing mm. it into reality. But being nice is there's a, a lot People of... People are starting to be a lot nicer, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of steps along the way to being able to think mm in the way that allows you to quickly manifest, I yes. think. As in, as like, you know, you need to be nice, you need to be positive, you need to be proactive, you mm. need to be spontaneous and take opportunities as they occur. There's a lot of behaviors. More as well, I think. Know? I think you need to do like a small bit extra. Like, okay, you don't have to go and give the charity, all right? Wouldn't hurt either if it was the right charity, but you don't have to give the charity, but be no harm to line a couple of things up for the good, you know, every now and then, if you get an opportunity to maybe, you know, like, right, I could do this for this guy here, mm -hmm. I will, you know, yeah. stuff like that, don't put yourself out yeah. too much, but be no harm if you went an extra leg for a guy, got a guy an interview, or, yeah, you're you know, right, yeah, because that's kind of what makes things tick, and this is only from my own experience, like getting jobs and stuff, 
you know, the best jobs to get, especially if you're limited with mm-hmm. education and stuff like that, best jobs to get, man, are people people you know, like, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, someone in your own experience then, who's uh, maxed with education, <laughs> base jump from job to job. Yeah. Sailing in with your uh, windsail <laughs> in the door. Exactly. It's more the experience now at this yeah, stage. Yeah. The Some badass moves. But, uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, with that, I think we have an old bollocks sort of there, like. What the? Bollocks alert! Bollocks alert! Bollocks alert shows. Bollocks alert. What's going on? The bollocks alert is. You have to eat. Oh, all the time. You have to eat three meals a day. Yes, you have to eat. The bollocks alert is you have to eat to be healthy and okay. stay alive. Let's put this out in simple terms for everyone to understand. And this, I know, I tell you, man, nutritionists. I hope Andy Shepherd and Elva don't mind this now because I know they do a lot of kind of. You know, advising about times and schedules and stuff like that. But I guarantee they're into this intermittent fasting at this stage. Mm-hmm. All these nutritionists, you would have to be. Yeah. I could only say that they are. All right. I'm not going to say they're not. But uh, we're going to get them on our side as well on this. The intermittent fasting. Starting off with. Yeah. Because the the, 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 the trade in the, in the open market is that if you eat every two and a half hours and you're obese... Your metabolism will burn, and what will happen is, when you keep eating, this does happen as well. Okay, mm-hmm. don't be fooled. No, it does actually happen. It's not like it doesn't happen. When you keep eating, in small bits, like six, six times a day. Yet once was an apple, second time was a sandwich, third time was a shake. Another marketing tool. <laughs> yeah, one of those shake things. That it's a marketing tool, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then the next thing is this. The next thing is your dinner. So these are six things you're after having. Yeah. <clears throat> throughout your day and you've, you've burned your metabolism and, and what happens is you're going to keep burning then mm-hmm. so you're burning fat as well with that and you're moving and everything your metabolism is like someone who's way thinner and that's why you're you're getting thinner but what they're saying no what you're suggesting the bollocks lord is that that's all bollocks and that what you should be doing is intermittent fasting which is like a fasting window we talked about before mm-hmm. where you'd start your day late, let's say, like you're suggesting I should start doing, like start at 10. Mm-hmm. Duggan, don't have anything, water till 10, no coffee, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then at 10, you're allowed have a to till 8. Mm-hmm. So you've 10 hours, you're allowed till 8 o'clock, jiu-jitsu till whatever, right. I've eaten straight away after jiu-jitsu. Do it again. An 8-hour window is looks like the optimum most... Yeah. Realistic one for a normal person to start at. You probably t- eight or ten hours. So well, ten hours, like uh, Ron, Dr. Ronda Patrick was saying for muscle and all that kind of stuff, um, uh, twelve to ten. But you're saying for someone who's obese and who wants to uh, clean out the body and get thinner. I'm uh, saying for anybody. For anyone. Well, do you know? Oh, wait. Do you know what? For for somebody who's looking to get thinner, you'd be saying as little as possible. Yeah, like you'd be saying, keep your window down to four. And the window would mean you don't go outside hours, those times. And then just eat in those hours and eat just nutrient dense food. So, like that chap, Amon Ra, mm. like you'd eat highly dense nuts, seeds, sprouts. That would um, be all soaked and. 
it would all us well they'd be, they'd be make sure it's right seeds yeah, organic and soaked. soaked and all this kind of stuff oh, as always sprouts organic will have to be grown yeah. yourself preferably well, because you, you get them organic but it's easy okay. to sprout stuff off seeds more easy and we're, safer we're actually talk about sprouting in a minute like they reckon sprouting is way safer yeah. to do yourself actually because you know like, what you're doing yeah. you're not buying it from a shop that um, you know, don't really it. know exactly. just bought it looks okay yeah so that's interesting. So what is so you limit the time frame that you're eating to these these period you know a very short period of time, mm. and that allows it does two things. It allows your body to burn fat for energy, so you're losing weight because when it doesn't have food to burn, so if you eat, it burns the food, mm. and when you're not eating, it burns fat, which is the premise of dieting and eating less and blah blah blah, yeah. all that whole idea. Um, nothing got to do with don't eat fat because it makes you fat, which is a total lie. It's a bollocks alert in itself. There's another so bollocks fat's alert. Fat's okay. Yeah, fat's totally Everything's fine. okay. Like, everything's okay. Obviously, animal fats are quite bad, it mm. seems to be. But any, Bacteria, dense. Um, but they're not going to make you fat. Do you mm. know what I mean? For people who are worried about their weight. Yes. Um, but we're talking about health in general here anyway, rather than weight. Mm. Um, you just pointed at weight because you were saying well, for people I suppose who are obese and looking to lose weight. Well, I suppose it just goes for everyone, really. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone should be on like a six you know, to eight hour window. Just, I think that good. would be optimum health. Let's just say, eating seeds, from obese nuts. to someone who's normal, like yeah. like me, who looks okay, I could still be eating shit all the time and look normal because I have that body type. Mm. So, like, this is just for everyone. This is for everyone. You know? But you keep, so the thing is that the myth is, and the bollocks alert is that you, you have to eat regularly through the day, as you were saying. Yeah. But really, you six, can eat like, six, six times a day, they're saying. Like, this total Every rubbish, two and a half hours. Yeah, just these. I mean, That's you don't insane, need to eat like. at all. Like, in fact, there's some people and they go on these kind of diets where you don't eat for. Like, there's a dude that I came across and I sent it on to you. And, Powerful uh, Jonathan Comfort. Yeah, he, he didn't. Uh, he didn't eat in like 53 days but he was doing like the juices and there's other things that you do yeah. do and there's a regimen and you flush yourself and but the thing is that what happens when the body is not under pressure to process food all the time mm. it starts to repair yes. old injuries it starts to repair just like the Dr. Randall Patrick said like Dr. Randall Patrick you can help that with saunas you can bring it along oh yes um, and the cold shock so you're saying the fasting with the so, saunas so the fasting with the saunas you could do but anyway we won't go we won't Sorry. go back to the saunas there's so many other in it um, but what, you're, what you should be doing is that in this window where the body is free from processing food let's say oh. 18 hours a day you know maybe 14 but it, at worst you know, give yourself at least 14 hours a day yes. where you're not eating and you, there's no pressure on the body to process. big ask for people when they figure out what we're saying. Like, mm, that's I mean, ridiculous like, now if you think like, about it. Okay, I'm going to well, give that... Well, it's not. Like, give it 8 o'clock in the morning to eat your breakfast mm. and that means you have to stop eating by 6 o'clock the following evening. Oh, that evening. Yeah. That's 14 hours. That's 12 hours, is it, from 8 o'clock? That's a 12-hour window, is it? Is that 12? Is that what you want? Is that 8? What would you like? 8 to 10. No, 8... Eight to, eight, to, 8 to 6 is a 10-hour window. 8 to 6 is 10 hours, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 10 hours, so you want to be giving yourself at least 8 to 8, you know, at a very minimum. No, no, the 10 you want to give. No, it's no, the 10. 10 is the yeah, you're right, 8 to 6. But what we, I didn't mean to stamp on anyone who was obese or anything, but what I was saying is if you wanted to cut weight, you would go below the 10. 
like if you want oh, to totally more, yes like i'm talking exactly. like getting no yeah. you know parasites mm. you're talking toxins someone who's mm. you know loads you know, of different yeah, ideas yeah. you can get out of your body yeah. that are probably you bring it back again further and further and mm. just reduce the window to nutrient dense juices nuts seeds yeah. Yeah. plant-based you know proteins all that which and what we're going to get to next growing them yourself indeed. and keep it to that minimum window produce and you'll shit out all of the parasites and mm, worms yeah. that are inside you from eating yeah. all the years of shit. And your I'm loving the uh, I'm loving the beetroot juice at the moment. Beetroot. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Everything is red that comes out of you then. Insane. Yeah. And like super clean and feeling. Massive red shits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. I was after having a, my last tie box in the fight. I drew anyway. I mangled your man, but I, I drew, the result was draw. You were there. Yeah. But, uh, I was have to go and take the, the tone on it with the beetroot because oh, yeah. it brings up your performance by a big bit, like beetroot dopamine, which you spoke about before. Yeah, your cardio. So I went nuts on the beetroot, and after the fight, I was like, I was going for a pee, and I was like, Jesus, because it was the first time I really got into it, like that kind of training session. Yeah, I couldn't believe how red my pee was for the whole day, the and even that red. night. But even that night and the next day, because yeah. I, I, I had like there was these little shots that like super uh, thing. I yeah. went in like. The more nitrogen in the blood, the better, basically. Yeah. And I put so much nitrogen in my blood, I was nitrogen out of it. <laughs> so, uh, basically, uh, it's probably why it's such a good fight, but um, long story short, short story long, the the beetroot is the shiz, man. It's ridiculous. I was on about the, the fact that I thought I was actually getting body oh, shots. Yes. And I was going for a wee. And I thought I was actually getting hurt into, into the body for like two days. I was still peeing red. Like. But um, other than that, Beetroot is the is the shiz. It is the shiz. And Sorry, does, back to does the, so much for the body, but isn't like it's from a flushing mechanism and how it oh, flushes yes. the body of toxins yes, to bring it back. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how? Yeah, what yeah. are we talking about that? But, but um, I did notice that I feel very kind of clean. Um, that's like first thing I drink, yeah. or as after coffee. And for the blood as well, and, and antioxidant, like it's. The, the ultimate blood builder is another yeah, thing yeah. that I mean for the ultimate blood beetroot yeah. like if you have uh, blood deficiencies <clears throat> now and stuff oh, yeah, suppose yeah. it's ridiculous and like yeah. for heart attacks and that wasn't there something about that that yeah. oh, people yeah. who if have heart attacks heart surgery heart attacks back, there's so much stuff it's ridiculous it, it, it kind of flushes through mm. your arteries and your veins like way faster than anything else mm. blueberries do it, does it as well but beetroot do it at way yeah. higher uh, density because you're not going to eat that much blueberries but when you have a glass of beetroot like that's just way more yeah. than it's just the most potent oh it's insane yeah. like you're talking it's up there with garlic no whatever it's it's that potent like. nice. so that's uh, the bollocks alert so yeah so you don't have to eat all day long and in fact you can eat a lot less and if you want to lose weight people say that you to lose weight naturally you shouldn't stop eating but you know what you can stop eating as long as you're putting high water. high nutrition with mm. water but like start juicing you know yeah. like yeah like juice like some of the stuff we're going to talk about in a minute you know like the greens the leafy greens and the cucumbers and you know juice these up and you yes. know, introduce um nuts and seeds into your diet when you're feeling hungry and it's okay to feel hungry mm. and it's okay your body will detoxify but you will experience adverse symptoms when your body mm. detoxifies so if you want to lose weight it's a way to lose weight but the main thing that it's about is that if you want to have a healthy body, mm. you eat less. Yeah. Let's say, like, let's say you're like me now, and I want to 
do my push ups and my training and my jiu jitsu and all that. But I also want to be as big and as strong as possible. Mm -hmm. So, how do I do that? What do I do like with my. Well, you just uh, eat more within your eating window. More eggs. So, well, I would say, like, I would say probably lean more to kind of the plant-based stuff like the like the beans and the lentils and the seeds, the nuts. Um, I better write this down. Yeah, I get them all down. I'm loving it. Um, but although like super the, proteins, the, all yeah, in, queen, proteins, quinoa. Yeah, all these types. I said it right. Um, quinoa. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Well done. Come on. Well Back done. in it. Boom. Two stars. Two stars for Duggan. <laughs> but uh. So yeah, all of those, all of those types of um, kind of nutritionally dense, it's like they're, they're packed in protein. So back to Duggan again, I need the protein. Uh, uh, what else do I need? Carbs, good carbs, like sweet potatoes, the B vitamins in the sweet potatoes, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, you need to be eating broccoli, loads of broccoli, you need to be loads Sprouts. of cruciferous family, loads mm. of the greens, the kales, super the high in furrafin, which is what we'll get to in a minute, spinach, peas as well, isn't oh, it? Oh, lovely. Yeah. Lovely Green stuff. Peas. So, can we move on, so? I reckon it's a good time, it's a Move good on. Lay in. Moving on, we'll move on. Back in it. Back right. In it. Okay, brother. With Today, that, so. Today's the main topic. What's today's the main, main topic? topic, the main topic is today? growing food growing your own your own home organic food um so i've got a couple of things Very on important it, something that is which actually before actually we had a double bollocks alert we forgot and it runs in and something that's very important in today's world is that a lot of the foods are being grown with pesticides and herbicides yes. which are not having a good effect in the body nice, I like it. we're not going to say too much about it but it should be noted that any food that's not organic mm. has traces of these pesticides. True pee. Through your pee. They, your they tested children's pee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shocking. It's crazy. Showing like, up in their pee. Yeah. Animals are eating the grass. And your bodies take in the pesticides and keep it as well and yeah. turn into problems. Like. That's it. And animals are eating it and then we're eating the animals. Oh. You know, flowing into rivers. Oh. And the like, fish. The, it's like, why... Why are people accepting it? It's because, and I posted something about it, because they're natural alternatives. I've seen the video. They are not readily available or yes. made to a level where sense. people can buy them. And the farmers, they have no choice. Mm. And that's the way it is. And we totally understand that. But from a health point of view... Not good. Not good. Farmers that's in denial. Grow your own is probably something that everyone should consider because you can control it yourself. And that's why we wanted to do something. But that's the whole backbone of this podcast, yeah. which is fucking epic. Yeah, Excuse so me, French epic. You just said that. On the know. double bollocks alert. I'm allowed to curse the, the bollocks alert. You can curse. <laughs> Fuck yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, podcast. We can do whatever yeah. we want. Fuck it. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah man. So yeah. So, uh, before we go crazy into growing and all that, no, I think that because you are so like scientific and you're with it and all that, and you couldn't, you know, you couldn't couldn't start this. Well, unless you came in here with a, with a belter of a, an explanation of the soil and like where to start with the soil, like, mm -hmm. and, and, and what's what's on part of both your soil and, you know, pHs soil. and... All the important things. Manure and I'll pop in if I can. Most important thing about growing is the soil. So that's why if your soil is no good, you're not going to grow anything at all. So you can waste a whole pile of energy and a whole pile of enthusiasm and you can get nowhere. So getting the soil right, number one, 
is the most important thing. Um, soil comes in varying different varieties. You have all these different types of soils that go from the top layer, which is called hummus. Mm. The hummus is made from like decayed leaves. I'm just kind of visualizing the top layer here now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good, good, good to visualize it and visualize that, that in black. And then you have all of that hummus is made up of like dead animals, like uh, not dead animals, but insects and um, bird poos, animal poos, um, all the stuff that sits it's on the It's not like hummus that you would have at home, no, with the salad, like. No, it's joking. not. Is it pronounced humus? Hey, just keep an eye on the Keep an eye, sorry, I was doing that way. I don't know. Go so on, humus. So I think it's humus. <laughs> oh, you have me questioning it. No, I don't know. But regardless, anyway, it's close enough to it. Nice. Um, below that, then, you have varying other layers. Um, so you have like a clay layer, a sand layer, um, until you get to the bedrock layer. Nice. The most, um, the most potent natural layer is generally what you would get in kind of the the layer below the topsoil because that's what has broken down most recently mm. but the majority of natural soil it's very rare that you are going to find a soil that is going to give you the growing capacity that you require so what you want is you want to be able to plant your seeds and go and gardening you want to watch them grow big you want them to have big, nice, juicy, whatever it is, fruits and mm. vegetables. And the soil is going to be the number one factor that will dictate how well or how how badly that process goes. Or how healthy the how food healthy is. How healthy they are. How resistant they are to pests and slugs and all the kind of things weather, that eat them. The weather. Mold. Mold. All this. The soil is going to dictate every single bit of this. Um, so, vitally important. And that's because soil contains the bacteria, the nutrients, and the there's fungus also in there. What else have we got? And mm. um, all of the different, all of these different aspects of it. And if it's too acidic, then like that, you need to bring in like the, the lime to kind of make it more alkaline. There is cases where you bring in like if it's very swampy, you know, let's say, and kind of mildewy and mossy and stuff. If your soil was like that, you'd have to mix lime with it. I didn't look massively into the lime thing. Did you look into the lime thing? It's just thing? in the book that yeah. I have there. That's ancient. It's a slick-ass book. Um, nice. But after modern law there. But like the, nu the nutrients and the lime and the minerals in it would mix with, this, with, with the soil. But what actually is... See, the problem is that most soil, you can't, you can't get soil that's good enough. Mm. Even if you mix lime with it. It's not going to be, not gonna it's not going to cut, you're not going to have the bacteria. Most people, you can you can compost, so they cut their grass, they put the shavings in and build in the compost. Yeah, yeah. And, That's probably good yeah. stuff, is it? Keep, as long as you've no pesticides and stuff around. And it's, Dog poop, it's clean. not too good. Um, probably not the worst. But you'll get all of the, um, you'll compost it up, it lasts you for about a year, and then once it gets probably to the Probably will compost, be good, so the You have to keep the rain out, so the nutrients stay in. Oh yeah, you could. It breaks down, you have a level of bacteria then, that are sufficient to support the plant growth. And then, the, this is ultimate soil to grow your plants in. I've one okay? full of soil there. So. Mix it with the whole lot. That's what most people would do. Mm. But the ultimate. Ultimate of ultimates. Is cow dung. Oh, manure. Manure. 
Yes. If you grow ah. food, if you grow food. <laughs> this is our do, do we have a cone? Do we have a cone in the background? Yes. Yeah, there's a cone in the we background. We should probably do a cone. We noise should have a cone here. We should have we a should picture totally in the background take here. McGregor's head out and put a cow in there. There's a cow in there already. But as in put his head, another cow there. And more cows. And Bruce and Bob. When we were saying that. In Don't person. Be if you see that. In person. Nice. The boys having the chance. But anyway, look. The cow dung. Yes. They did tests. And, um, you know, topsoil, okay soil with nutrients added and cow dung. Mm. Pure cow dung only. Put the seeds in, dunk, dunk, all the same time. Um, small, medium, massive. What? Yeah. But what about the cows eating pesticides? This is the thing. Yes, that's the this problem. This is though. vital. The only way to really do it in the weird horse, up world say. that we live in. Oh, well, I don't know, is it horse? They seem to be saying cow. Maybe it's different. Mm. No, no. Maybe maybe horse could be Why good. They're less likely to be antibiotic. Because you gotta look at all the antibiotics, you've got to look at a whole lot of different things that are going Ooh. on in the cows. So unless you've got your own cows, which maybe one forget day we will. You've got to forget about the cow dung. So what do you use then? Well you basically have to find you have mixtures like compost, so a good compost, <sighs> so of the likes nice. of grass, organic materials. Mm. Um you can buy large levels of kind of organic materials. You can no, compost it up if yourself. Your, if your heart is okay in pH level, let's say it's the 6.5 to 7 that it needs to be, do you still need the manure? You need the nutrients. and you. <coughs> the main thing that's going to dictate how well your food grows, oh. as far as I could see, mm. is the bacteria in yes. the soil and the nutrients. Yes. How um, apparently it needs to be antiseptic as well. Um, this is something that's quite important. In that, antiseptic. Yeah, I didn't understand it, but apparently the cow manure is antiseptic in that it's, they are, when you, you dry out the manure, you don't put it in fresh, mm. you dry it out for, they said three days, but it depends on the temperature. I don't know what temperature they were right, drying it right, out right. at. So I don't know what temperature you dry it to, but you dry it out and then you uh, break it up. Mm. And then once it's to a level where it's broken up, you just pop in your seeds and you know, water and away it goes and it nice. goes huge. But otherwise, you're looking at finding plant-based composts is basically what you're looking at. So organic matter that has broken down and um, yes. whatever is mimicked in nature. So the leaves fall off the trees and the leaves compost down mm. and become the layer of the soil. So technically, you could go in, fill up your boot of your car with a good place where you know it's just leaves and soil it's and stuff like that. And that's it. If you went to a forest... Problem solved. Say, that's all I need to do to start my, my grow box though. I'd say, yeah, I'd say that's a good place to go. Good place to start, I'd say. Johnny, you are a man. Yeah. Fair play to you. That's what I reckon with the soil anyway. So cow manure, Forget about the purely cow organic. Just, you're not going to get it. You can't, unless in you've got book, your own cows. In this book it suggests horse manure and pig manure. Yeah. But... I'd say the reason why I suggest that is because you can monitor what they're taking. Yes. Like the pigs might not be on thing and they might be on, you know, yeah. like so organic pigs yeah. might be easier. And I think there's some chickens as well. But I think that's a different, like you know, growing very, plants and veg. Then, it's a you know. very cheap source of manure though. If you had a field of cows, mm. all organic, but just hanging out, you don't even take the milk off. Mm. Sure, there's a farmer who has organic cows in Cork. Come on, like, sure there's loads of organic meat and shit. And like. like in Cork, you could get him to say, look, these are antibiotics or whatever yeah and he'd tell you straight 
Yeah, so, all there is, there, they have know? to be on them. Yeah. You know? You're organic, right. though, I don't know. I think organic can't be antibiotic. I don't know, though. No, no, I, I was just taking off the farmer what he would say. Oh, it was a good impression. Right, thanks. Good farmer impression. But uh, that was class. So yeah. basically, that's kind of the explanation of what needs to be done to the soil to get a good yeah. grow. And what we're going to do is go rob some land, some soil off some land where we know it's going to be good. The Beaumont Quarry will put up some good soil. Like. Yeah. Do you know? Somewhere where there's a lot of organic matter. Um, Quarry, like not up in the quarry, but you know, up in the fields there. Mm, yeah, you want to go down a little bit as well, so you want to like go above or below the hummus and to the next little layer down below oh, it because yeah. that's where more nutrient rich oh. because that's broken down and nice, more bacteria nice. down there. Um, okay. But yeah, it's very complex, um, very complex altogether. So you got your grow box together, all right? Uh, your potty tunnel. Are your polytunnel? Oh, polytunnel. Yeah, I something. Or your vertical there. growing is another thing that I have uh, down there. Vertical growing. Vertical growing for, That's actually for the maximizing to space on yeah. certain types. I'll just bang out there because it's very interesting. If you've got a flat trellis, which right. would be like a trellis, you know a trellis? Oh, so okay. with the lats going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a flat trellis, you can grow peas, tomatoes, squash and cucumber. Nice. And you can grow them vertical, so up a couple Perfect. of feet, and maximizing space. They're all super potent. Super potent. Yeah, in, take up no space. Sulforaphane is in the cucumbers, tomatoes, cooked tomatoes, anti-cancer. And the peas. Uh, the peas, protein, sulforaphane well. and peas as well, uh, squash as well. Savage stuff. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Um, what was yours? I heard a cool thing about Keep an eye on what grows below ground and keep an eye on what grows above ground. Mm. So like the roots, like the carrots and the potatoes and the beetroot and da da da. And then just keep it like differentiate them from the, you know, tomatoes, the broccoli, Brussels sprouts, the, the things that grow above the ground. Like, you yeah, know. treat so, them differently. Yeah, because a lot of the time what happens is uh, the, the below ground would be higher starchy. Mm -hmm. And the above ground, this is just uh, common enough now with the Sisyphorus uh, uh, family, yeah. they're all above ground. Mm -hmm. So it looks like the, the stronger uh, sulforaphane is in the above ground stuff. Even the sprouts, like the broccoli mm. sprouts, they're above yes. ground as well. Which is handy because you can grow them vertical mm. and you can grow them high. So above ground is like a good thing to remember. Remember Elva was telling me that before, uh, mm. nutritionist, she was on about saying that Below ground can actually affect your if you were if you were actually um, diabetes, let's say, mm. you know, too much potatoes, let's say. Can yeah. say. So like that, that would be a below ground one that would have been a negative. I'm sure if you had too much sweet potatoes, it could become too starchy as well, um, just like anything. But I don't know, could you eat too much Brussels sprouts? To be honest, like yeah, I don't. You know, think you probably could. couldn't. You probably actually you can, detox yeah. your body. Yeah. So much so, they did that test show with Dr. Nepatrick, it was 60 I grams. Sweating out everything. I'm sure I have something there on it. But basically, um, the cool thing is above ground, below ground. So always tune into that. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to grow? Above ground, below ground. You grow both. Okay. So you grow your your veggie box like I've made outside there. You do like a big box or a small box. Mm. You try to have it in such a way that you don't have to overextend your body and you don't <clears> walk on it. So it's just about right. You can walk around it. Mm -hmm. Maybe have an old plank if you need to get at something. But you don't want to get in there too much. It's not like a place you're going to be always walking. You know, you try not to walk in there if you can. Okay. Not. So in the veggie box, 
you choose what you after you've done your soil and you're checking it this, checking that. You choose what you want on your on your uh, what you want to grow. Right. So what do you want to grow? Now you also have boxes around the garden. Try not to have plastic uh, box like uh, um, pots. Mm -hmm. Try have wooden pots. Yeah, wooden pots. Try have wooden pots, but um. And what about ceramic pots as well? Ceramic pots as well. No, you're trying to you're trying to keep them as close to natural as possible. Okay. So the, the wooden wood, pots. Wooden pots, yeah, with holes underneath them, drill them out. And the pots can give you anything from potatoes. You mm -hmm. can concentrate on your potatoes. You had a cool pots. thing about the potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Bang that out again. Yeah. Uh, so what happens is the potato plant grows, and at the top above the earth you have the flower, and the leaves, and then below the earth you have two potatoes, two potatoes, two potatoes. Usually it goes in like five or six, and if you cover the leaf in, right up to the very top leaf, and leave the top leaf so it can breathe. That will grow another two potatoes mm. out of what was underneath. Yeah. They will sprout two potatoes, those leaves, like little sprouts. And you can keep manipulating the plant by just putting more earth over. It has it to be good earth now, like yeah. you were saying about it. Very but, easy to do that. But the best way so you don't lose ground in your garden to grow potatoes is in the pots mm. and have them like in a section. And that way, then you could concentrate on your bed, like to have, let's say, you know. Russell sprouts which grow up vertically mm -hmm. and they need a good bed as well yeah. so like they'd be perfect now for a, a bit of a you know a veggie uh, box or whatever mm -hmm. uh, some broccoli uh, you could do the root thing with the carrots but you'd have to have them probably in the bed I don't know, can you do it? it wouldn't be worth your while to do the carrots in the pots but you would have um, sweet potato you could do the sweet potatoes in the pots mm -hmm. you could uh, do them in your, in your veggie box as well it doesn't matter but basically sweet potato very high in and B vitamins, which converts your protein and helps you kind of basically with energy. And so, the sweet potatoes, normal potatoes have them as well. So, it's probably good to grow both just so you have your yeah. own pick of potatoes. Good thing about potatoes, I've written down here, is that they store well. So, you can grow a load of them and they'd last for ages. Like potatoes, too. Yeah, potatoes I have in the cupboard always grown little. And a knobbly bits. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking all your own potatoes. Is that that you grow it's your yourself, own. Like. So these potatoes that I've gotten in the shop are they're probably, probably organic, but they're probably older than what they say they are like. Yeah. Sure. So it's tall, it's not even organic, I'd say. Oh sure, forget it so. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't eat them though. Yeah, so basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrots, potatoes. So there's a thing here that's cool enough, it's called the three sisters. Yeah. All right. The native Indians used to call it three sisters and what they would do is they would depend on the three sisters through famines mm -hmm. and, and the three sisters would pull through every year and save the people from starvation and you know what they are? Go for it. Corn, beans and potatoes. Corn, or else, beans and potatoes. Or sweet else, corn. Yeah. That's the uh, European version. But the American version is a uh, corn, squash, and beans. Or I think that's vice versa. I can't remember now. But potatoes and, and squash are mixed and matched, so one is is the same as the other in the thing. So this is if you're these are the hardiest. They grow in the winter. They store well. They'll grow no matter what. Your soil just needs to be in check. That's it. If you won't get anything else besides these, but you will get them, yeah. and they'll keep your family and your clan alive. Like. And that's what they are, and you can grow them in abundance. 
So that's why corn, beans and potatoes or corn, squash and beans are so important. Nice. Um, and the beans as well, super high in protein as well. Great for a meat substitute. Yeah, iron. Multiple types of beans. Iron, yeah. You could actually get all your meat. Unbelievable, yeah. Uh, needed meat, yeah. nutrients from uh, like three or four types of beans. That's yeah. it. Unbelievable, it's crazy. Like powerhouses. And if you put them with the broccoli, yeah. remember we said this in the last podcast, that's when we did the one in the care. Mm-hmm. Like if you put the beans with the broccoli, that combines the iron with the vitamin C. Mm. And then that helps the, we're on about women, yes. but actually helps men as well, it helps all of us. So beans and broccoli, are, broccoli in general should be eaten every day to be fair. Yeah, and broccoli sprouts as broccoli well, which sprouts. is something we're going to talk we'll get about. get to that in a minute. The division, the sprouts there as well. get to that, don't get, yeah. don't get ahead of yourself, don't know, Johnny. I'm going to talk about my sprouts there. Hey, relax. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the sprouts there? Do you have any sprouts? <laughs> Relax, there's yeah. Man, I've, I've serious stuff to say here about, uh, about what we need to grow and stuff like that. Oh, totally. So, uh, the sprouts are number one, right? Don't forget, sprouts are going to be are so important, they grow in your kitchen, in your sink, next mm-hmm. to your window like That's where your sprouts grow. But we'll get to them in a minute, because they're so, they're like they're like a hot topic from what we were saying that about. Mm. But, um, they are. The, uh, so you got the Cruciferous family. Cabbage, kale, spinach, cucumber, celery, a rocket, mm. all these crazy things. Powerhouse. So if you go through them all, they can like reverse diabetes too, too and they can do there's all these crazy things that they've Brilliant. actually been proven to do on rats than on humans. So um, the Cruciferous family seems to be the most potent one that they keep messing around with. Mm-hmm. Even though the beetroot now and the turmeric and all the other roots and garlic and all that really have their stamp made already so far. Mm-hmm. But it keeps coming back to the Cruciferous family. Like yeah. It really does, especially with the sulforaphane uh, uh, tests and what they came out with and, and how it all works. And plus, they're above ground again. So they, when you're growing at home, bust out the sweet potatoes, bust out the potatoes, use the earth for that. And then make sure you have a place where you can go vertical and you can have a little patch or a bed, another couple of square boxes, timber, not treated timber, just normal timber mm-hmm. nailed together uh, with your soil. That's, a, that's good that you, sh- you shovel in like I've done. I did three tons there lately. Uh, and you, you get all this going and then you get your seeds that are organic from that website that we're going to advertise for because they're badass enough. Mm-hmm. I'll just give a quick little show down there who they are. What was that website again? Do you remember the website you showed me? Yeah, no I can't remember it now, to be honest. Anyway, they're just an Irish website to sell organic it seeds. Down. It doesn't matter. But basically, I'll um, give them a shout with the video at the end of it. It doesn't matter. But basically, Sorry um, about that seed, guys. See, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Sorry. Yeah, so, so, Kale. Um, so, basically, you need, to, you need to take a handful of this cruciferous family and you need to decide which ones you're going to try to grow. No, mm. don't think you're going to grow all of them. You're not going to grow all of them. Be realistic. Grow one, maybe two. Get something you know, like you, who'll grow another one or two. Then you'll barter back and forth. Yes. Your cruciferous family. Then you have four different types. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another thing you can do so you don't kill the plant. Just chop it up, put it back into the earth, and it yeah, grows back up again. Yeah. yeah, do that with your plants as well. When you've grown your own only, yeah. or if you know it's organic, but you need good earth, so there's no point in doing any of that to do with the earth, you know. So, um, but it's very interesting stuff and you're going to help your family and everyone get medicine and like, the food is medicine. Food is medicine. Oh, it is, yeah. Nothing better than having so, your own uh, fresh supply of food. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so. What else are you going to grow? Um, with that then, with the herbs, you got to get herbs. time. 
There's a new one, Times, supposed to be very, very important. Mm, getting all the bad stuff out of the body. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I came across that. Like basil, cilantro as well is yeah, another one. Yeah. Like, so a lot of uh, herbs. Also called coriander so, in our so part this is a good world. time to go into the sulforaphane because the herbs have a lot of sulforaphane in them. It's just you can't get much herbs in, in density. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't really blow on about them. Yes. But what you would have, after you've done all your stuff out in the garden, like we just said, you have your pots for your potatoes, you have your garden box, you have this, you have that. You have your sulforaphane by your sink, with your little broccoli seeds, and they sprout up. They look like little matchsticks. They look like little uh, Patrick's Day shamrocks. Do they? That's they look like. And they, you put a load of them together, and they grow in a bunch. All right? And then you keep them there, and I think they last for like five days. So when you grow them, you eat them straight away, or else you freeze them. Yes, and doesn't freezing them increase their potency so as the well? So the broccoli sprouts is what they are. Uh, freezing them increases their potency by tearing the skin off the of the sprout inside. Uh, so it's super interesting. But the most important thing about sulforaphane, uh, sorry, you've got your time and all that now growing next to it. I was saying that at the kitchen sink, you know, you've a couple of things picked out, uh, your pepper or mint or whatever you want to grow with it. It's good to have all these herbs with your stuff you're growing with your back. Um, but these sprouts, what I'm going to really give a buster of some information on it here now. Bust it. I'm going to bust it out the pair. Did you want to say something? Or do you mind if I just go straight into it? Like, Go on, say what you're going to say. Don't keep us yeah. in suspense. I couldn't ruin your moment. Yeah, this is big, like. Big enough. <laughs> so basically, they did a test with sulforaphane, right? They did a load of tests. Mm -hmm. So first test they did anyway was, was on people uh, who were smoking. Right. Okay. And they show that they, they, they were monitoring the levels of benzene in the body that fucks up the body when you smoke. So this stuff is really bad. Massively benzene. And the more you the smoke, more the worse it is. Mm. So anyway, they were showing with broccoli sprouts, all right? They were using broccoli sprouts now. And they were using uh, every day for 30 days. And when they went every day for 30 days, broccoli sprouts, they went 25 grams to 200 grams. Remember I was saying that, like 200 grams is a lot of broccoli sprouts. Yes. 25 grams is a lot. Mm -hmm. But they found the test subjects who did more broccoli sprouts compared to test subjects who, who did less had way better results. And what they found was that the, it detoxified the traces of benzene in the body by 61% in 30, actually every day 61%. It's the craziest thing. Every day, 61% of the benzene went out of the body. So that means you could smoke every day. But it went out of the body every day, 61%. And they did it over 30 days. Mm -hmm. So what they're suggesting is that they can literally rid the body of the benzene from this uh, cruciferous So uh, it takes attack. out 61% day one and the, then day sorry, two. Sorry, the sulforaphane attack. So it takes it out day one and then day two. Two, 61% again. Day but then three. you've no left basically after day two or three. Well, Is that how it will work? Unless you keep it I don't know. It's, just still, it's still uh, Or take 61% of what's left until eventually maybe there's nothing it, left. Maybe it takes 61% of what I can take. Yeah, maybe that's you know? it. Yeah. Like of that's the, insane. Like let's say it's 200 grams you put in. Mm. So 61% of that 200 grams it can attack the body mm. and, and cure. Yeah. So what this brings me to is they, they were so intrigued by it, they were looking at this woman who had breast cancer, or there was a subject anyway, it was a breast, they were able to monitor the breast, and they could see the sulforaphane 
being tracked, breaking down. This woman who was on one of these crazy detoxifying things with her body, um, they could see the breast actually breaking down the, the tumours and mm-hmm. uh, sorry, the, the sulforaphane. Breaking so this is Dr. Randy Patrick again, like a hot topic and a half. Like. So powerful. Oh, insane. Very, very insane. Like so so crazy. So and they, the coolest thing she was on about then was she was just saying that like just in ancient Rome and stuff like that, they'd they'd wrap themselves in cabbage uh, and, and they'd they'd wrap drink themselves in cabbage. Yeah, and they'd drink if they had any skin allergies and everything like that, uh, they'd drink cabbage soup as a as a tonic and uh, it would cure all cancers. So sulforaphane again, and actually Dr. Randall Patrick was saying that cabbage is so high density in, in sulforaphane, it's actually crazy enough, especially if you went to town on it, like, you know, all day yeah. long kind of thing. So cabbage is another really big one. So um, they were, that was ancient Rome, they were saying it, like, so they actually knew how to cure cancer back then, sulforaphane, they knew already about it. No way. Yeah, it's mad, like, so. That's um, insane. But, um, yeah. With the company there, it's uh, but yeah, yeah, we're just uh, next to the studio there, I don't know, uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's all good. But anyway, the uh, the oh, not gonna not gonna start the podcast, anyway. oh, we'll keep 100%. kicking ass here. Uh, so nice. basically, you can't have it all, but we'll okay. definitely kick ass. Oh, yeah, the search day of kicking ass. But basically, Brussels sprouts, right? If you can't get your hands on broccoli sprouts, Brussels yeah. sprouts, 300 grams of Brussels sprouts. Are nearly the equivalent to the, the sulforaphane in the broccoli, uh, the broccoli sprouts. Sorry, no, for confusing here from Brussels sprouts to broccoli sprouts. Okay. But you can actually get a high density amount of sulforaphane from Brussels sprouts. You know that would have a good impact on the uh, on the thing. You know. Yeah. So. Um, it's insane. Yeah. So like we should all be growing these sprouts. Oh, Brussels sprouts you anyway, know, as, well as, bro- as, as well as bro- uh, broccoli sprouts. But broccoli sprouts first. Because they're just like a medicine. Freeze them up, put them Freeze in your them shakes, just mount or all just throw around. them in your mouth all year. Yeah. And sulforaphane. And Breaks it's also, down isn't cancer. It's anti-aging as but well. You know the, crazy, the craziest thing about this is I couldn't unbe- I couldn't believe like how, how important this was because there's nothing ever been shown to actually get the pathogens and the carcinogens that belong to the problems, let's say cancer or whatever mm-hmm. problems you have, right? Cardiovascular disease, whatever. Sulforaphane actually gets them out as well. Like it, it kind of gets them out of your body, like a detox thing. It doesn't just go in, can it nullify them. Yeah. Like you actually become like a better human than you were before you start doing the sulforaphane uh, trick, which is insane. Like this is totally like being shun away from everyone. Yeah. So, ah, um, but sure, like, it's next level in terms of. I'm not of saying I got the answer done. to being sick. Obviously, stress and you know, happiness and all that is a big part of it. Yeah, it's all. There's a um, multiple. But I'm telling you, eating the right food sets you off to a great start. Drinking beetroot juice. Drinking beetroot juice. You know, I mean, juice. Anything, kale, spinach, all the good, yeah. all the good yeah. foods good that stuff. we're talking about. All these like, cucumbers. It will get you straight mm. and it will give you that little bump. Another obvious thing as well, obviously you know yourself, when you're in the garden when you're going to start planting and putting down veggie boxes and pots and stuff, have a look at your garden where, like where you have a sundial, like morning time the sun is here, one o'clock it's here, three o'clock it's here, you know, watch that and so you can have your, 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 your food growing in the most the hot, optimum, yeah. brightest, Everything mm-hmm. to the maximum. 
polytunnels. As you see, I have one there, I have a miniature one. Yeah. So I have that as well as the thing ready to go and all. I just have to make sure the soil is good and I can go, I can go full full blast. But I'm on the right time anyway, it's March, so you're just going to... check out some uh, local farmers for some combing or... Yeah, if you could, it'd be great. Why not? Like, surely just there is. Because that's, that's ready, and but basically I need to do yeah. the mix. So, um, so, so yeah, uh, like the veg box thing, the prep, the garden, you know, the, the looking at the sundial, all that's kind of important. But I think more important than anything really is is actually prep, and when they start care, mm -hmm. like Ethan O has vowed to help when I'm at work, like I work a lot of time. Now, so you would do as well. So you know, just wash the bugs, like you have to make the nettle soup. Mm -hmm. Used to make the nettle soup in a big pot, chop up a load of nettles, you find on the road, doesn't matter this where you find it. This is the natural pesticide herbicide. Oh, this is organic yeah, pesticide herbicide. So you, you cool it down and you spray it all over your plants, whatever plants they have, Brussels sprouts, whatever, spray yeah. them all over it. Yeah. And the better your soil is, the more mm. pest and, resistant they'll be. the plant is being protected there now from um, that thing that's very high, uh, chlorophyll. Mm -hmm. So the chlorophyll in the nettle protects the plant as well as well as it makes an anti-pesticide uh, it's, it's unreal. unreal it actually Amazing. makes the plant more potent as well yeah. which is crazy like it's so yeah so that's cool so we've got the net like the net i couldn't stress the nettle more than anything like, to be honest if you're gonna if you're actually gonna yeah. keep the bugs away from your, your uh, lettuce or whatever and even having a trail of it let's say you don't want to damage your nettle or your your, your lettuce you could have a trail of the sprayed nettle around it so the bugs couldn't get in, even into your thing. You know? They can't actually go through it. Yeah, so like slugs and stuff like that. So you just do all that kind of... Uh, yeah, way more effective than unorganic. Oh yeah, totally. slug pellets. So it's just the marketing nasty. industry, we're trying to sell stuff in your farming, your local yeah. garden shop, like, you know, it's, come on, like, it's all bollocks. Yeah. But, so um, now, it would be lovely now if somebody could take that nettle spray mm and make it available for farmers. Mm. Imagine somebody yes. commercialise that for organic farmers. Yes. Imagine yes. someone yeah. could do that now. Yeah. That'd be unreal. Like. I and mean, that's uh, the kind of thing that we last, need. Last but not least, no, we, we said root stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we did um, veg in the ground, mm -hmm. root stuff, veg in the ground. We also did, um, work, let's say, if we were to do onions or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do onions or whatever. Onions. Uh, and what else? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do a bit? Oh, oh God. That's hilarious. But, uh, There's somebody gone rogue. Yeah. But we've, got, we've got multiple different uh, multiple yeah. different options available to take care of ourselves. So basically, the potatoes are the first one, all right? on the ground that need to be done. Then you've got the cruciferous ones that are growing out. But then what's more important than anything is the fruit. Don't forget to grow fruit. That's yeah. what I wanted to say before we got distracted there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh, so as you can tell, anyway, you got the berries. You can actually grow these in little pots. This is funny, though. Mandarins. Little mandarin pots. Little mandarins. Blueberry pots. Ooh, delightful. Lemon pots. Ooh. Blueberry pots, I said that already, sorry. But anything that grows in a bush mm. will grow in a pot. Yeah. So what you do is you go in, you Google, or you look at whatever fruits are a bush fruit, mm -hmm. which is basically like grapes or bush fruit and, you know, 
And you will actually be able to grow them in a pot, like, but you have to get the good nutrients, the good food, the seeds and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's another thing you should have, like, your pots for your potatoes or whatever. So you can scatter these ideas around the garden. And what you have then is you have your shopping list, you have your fruit, mm. you have your cruciferous family, which are your veg like your green veggies and all that kind of stuff. And then you have your potatoes and your starchy things and all that. And then with your vertical things, you grow your garlic and you grow your onions and anything that you need long. And obviously, super organic seeds, you're looking for the family of the seed to be organic. So like the generations of the family. So that's why the seeds are so important yeah. to be organic. Because you can get organic seeds and they mightn't be organic seeds. Indeed. You make sure they're legit. I think in Ireland, it's uh, it's more likely, you know, I think it's... We have a good shot at getting mm. good organic oh, yeah. seeds. People care. People care, People yeah. are starting to really care yeah. as well. They are starting to really care, and there's going to be a change, and this is going to be something that's going to continue to change, because we're not accepting all this rubbish food that's poisoning everybody. And all the bullshit as well. And all the bullshit it. that goes with it. I, if you ever watch a fucking Coca-Cola ad there, man, or any of these, these ads that like pro-shit food, like... I'll tell you, I'll shopping. make a nettle spray. Mm. Give me the money, and I'll flip and make a company take no money oh. and doing the Irish Health Foundation and we'll blast it all out for yeah. everybody well that's the know? thing we're going to make tonics we're going to make tonics uh, from the stuff that we're going to start here so the one thing that you have to grow for the tonic will be turmeric because turmeric is super potent it's anti-cancer beetroot super potent anti-cancer anti-toxins uh, fine t free radical scavenging all that kind of stuff that's the stuff you want in your body so you need beetroot you need turmeric you need sweet potato, you need your cruciferous stuff, but you need these things on hand. You need to be constantly going, making them there. Rotation. And then with that, broccoli sprouts. You know, let's just say, I'm talking after the summer, and you can't get your hands on any of these stuff, and you wanna fucking, instead of ridding the body, you could get on to us, we could actually uh, give you a, a testing tonic if you wanted to try it out. When we were saying that with the broccoli mm. sprouts and stuff like that, totally. Uh, because we're going to start doing this through the Irish Health Foundation, yeah, for free as well. The Irish Health Foundation, I suppose we give a shout out for the Irish Health Foundation, oh, yeah, as, totally. a, as yeah. we're talking about it. The Irish Health Foundation is something that myself and Doug that we've set up. And, and to be fair, you you were the, the leading model of it. Well, it was, I, I put I just in made the, myself, <laughs> you <laughs> offered yourself, and I accepted your, your services, but it's something that yeah. we're both going to go ahead with in conjunction with yeah, our offer full backup, 100%, no matter what. And it. yeah, it's going to be great. What the opportunity um, And the aim is, is, is that we want to, we want to bring an infrastructure and an education about how to be healthy and healthy lifestyle and practices and bring that much more to the front of people's minds and have you know have it that we can people can access organic food for the same price as pesticide laden food and that we have access price is a big to, problem yeah. like price is huge for a lot of people you know that puts a lot of people off and um, the muck and the shit that's available today on the shelves and the processed, it's cheap. yeah, it's all cheap. GMO. And all the fast food is all cheap. You know, all the fizzy drinks are all cheap. Yeah, like your onions and, and your burgers are definitely shite. Like. Yeah, you know. So the Irish Health Foundation is going to be about making an infrastructure where people will be have more access to organic food and start at the cork level and push it out. Also, order online through it and stuff like, like that. Like. 
maybe either like order through us in some fashion or through the Irish Health Foundation in mm. some fashion maybe with we, the cooperative we, we direct type them of in thing. The right place and stuff or like we that. have partners who supply something. Mm. I don't know what way it will be. It will take shape at the time. Mm. But I have a couple of ideas on what cool would enough. work and what wouldn't. And the turmeric tonics. Turmeric tonics, something like that. that all that's going to be available. Who don't want to take chemo. Uh, we're thinking about developing stuff like this. The um, waters, different water types. Different waters, well. higher pH waters, yeah. uh, detoxification, goat tonics. Remember saying that? Goat, goat I know tonics, a lot of people yeah. with goat. We're thinking about making some goat tonics. Yeah. Now, this is totally, if someone wants to try this, we're making, it would be like a thing where, it probably have to be in Ireland, we wouldn't be able to post it outside of Ireland, I'd say. But if you wanted to try something, it would totally be on your own. <laughs> yeah. Backlight, there couldn't. is no medical benefits to any of this whatsoever. We take no responsibility for anything that we do. Ah, you can't say that. Ah, there is. There's multiple medical yeah. benefits oh, for everything. But we have to say, as a disclaimer... Oh, yeah, but we'll, we'll get some of this. If someone's look, taking something, we'll be signing something. If somebody's like. taking something, it's totally up to them. It's just a legal thing. Yeah. It won't be like, it'll be like look... You know, but it will we're be, not claiming to cure any or all will, diseases. Uh, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. It will be super organic yeah. though, and it will be homegrown. It will be grown in North Cork in the mountains. And it will be legit when we choose to start passing this around. And this is down the line as well. This is not something that's starting yeah. in the morning. Yeah. We're, no, we're, no. we're a long this road to travel. Road, yeah. But this is what the like the Irish Health Foundation is going to be supporting these initiatives. Educating people as well is a huge thing. De-stressing. Getting enough vitamin D. That's supposedly so important. Huge. Like. Yeah. Telling people the other Shell Foundation will be all about like you know uh, you're on the, the wrong job. Get, get out of your job. Just, like finding your your right yeah. place all the time, not just today. I sit at home in the evenings you doing know? nothing. Join join the gym and start doing go saunas. To sauna. Do push-ups you know? in the morning. Yeah, join the local hotel and do a sauna. Yeah, you know? that's it. Simple as that. And, um, do something. Do something. Get the endorphins going. Mm. That's what else the Irish Health Foundation is about. And it's about spreading that message and supporting it, educating people and people being on board with it and being community. And let's turn our back on these poison peddlers that yeah. are destroying us. And, and they're responsible for all of that, our disease. If people are listening, we'll you teach know, people how to grow sense, their own. We'll you know? even show you how to, we'll send you the seeds. We'll, we'll, we'll do everything right. We don't want to just, we're not trying to make money off anyone yeah. here. Everything we're going to grow and, and make tonics, these will all be free. Exactly. Like literally... There's nothing there'll to be, be made There'll be donations, there'll be events or whatever. Yeah, something the, like that. We might, that yeah, we might do a lunch and we might do stuff like that. But exactly. literally, we won't be looking for anything out of it. We're trying to spread the word of being good and nice to each other. Because in the future, guess what, everybody? You're not going to need money. Because the whole place is going to be fucked with yeah. poison and shit It's already everywhere. going. We're nearly so, there. It's so basically, we need to actually start growing our own food, looking after each other, getting all the stuff in, like the saunas, the sulforaphane. All these things that are going to help us stay strong and healthy, yeah. and uh, they go for each other. It's the most important thing, indeed. So from the Irish Health Foundation, I'm just going to finish up there with the food. Is the summer foods: tomatoes, peppers, lettuce, and all your fruits like your berries and you know your like, you know, berries, like raspberries, berries. strawberries. What more could you want? Like, oh, you know? stop! Open yeah. the fridge there, a mango mm. full box of them. Yeah. What's up my price today? Six euro in the shop. Are they organic? No. Do you yeah. know? Pathetic. And berries hold the highest level of pesticides. There you go. I heard yeah. Irish strawberries are the highest sprayed. It's horrendous. Like. It's ridiculous, yeah. yeah uh, so, anyway, besides that, I it's was going there. to say, because we did a badass topic and a half, uh, sulforaphane and all that, totally got a really good... Uh, yeah. What else, Bruce, have I have written down, just as... 
The antioxidants and enzymes as well, digestive mm. enzymes, sprouts are full of them. So oh, the yes. pea sprouts and the, yes. the Brussels sprouts and the broccoli sprouts, yeah. they're all full of good uh, good enzymes for Lovely. digestion, good for the gut, um, and vitamins, minerals. Good way to start your day. Yeah, oh, stuff fabulous. In. Sprouts seem to be, um, you know, they seem to be as dense as the fully grown fruit, because like what a sprout is basically, baby one is a baby so it goes seed more dense yeah. to sprout to vegetable or fruit mm. but the sprout has all the nutrition mm. and the seed has all the nutrition but it's just denser that's why seeds are that's so nutritious and uh, you can also sprout sunflower seeds and they're yeah, highly the nutritious makes so much yeah. sense doesn't it sprout them all. it's actually the yeah. easiest mathematics ever it's yeah. almost like that's green yeah. that's good it you should basically have a massive sprouting operation mm. if you were clever and you had limited space and good water Good water. Because they need a lot of water, yeah. aren't they? Could I mean, it be unreal? Yeah, good water is important. It couldn't yeah. just be the tap water, though, could it? Could it be boiled water, cooled down, maybe? It would be lovely if you could access your own local spring, wouldn't it? My brother has one. Does he? Nice. Mm. Boiled down or something. Savage. Badass enough. Come here Very with badass. that. I think we'll go straight on to the hot topic there, are we? Hot topic! Hot topic! Hot topic! Whoopity whoop whoop. Yeah! This is an I'm in the hood, topic. everybody! I'm in the hood. I'm in the hood. Yeah. Our uh, <laughs> topic is. Our topic's not about hoods anyway. You're on a Budwig. Budwig diet. Budwig Bud, diet. Budwig diet. The Budwig protocol, even, is Pat what Doug it is. Doug and my dad did a small bit of this. Indeed, that's uh, when we first introduced. The Budwig diet was. You went a Budwig. So, you went a Budwig? Who was she? Rana Budwig was a lady in Germany in, I think it was the, it was the 60s and 70s. Uh, uh, was it all again? Was it 50s? Just after the war. Was it just after the war, so in the 50s. And uh, Germany had a lot of money, and uh, kind of the alternative view was okay because, you know, America weren't really in control of them yet. They didn't have any money after the war. Well, they did with a lot of money thrown out of Regardless, anyway. Anyway, look. Joanna Budwig, 1950s, Germany. She was a biologist, she a microbiologist. Was, she, she studied was, what Dr. Anna Patrick has studied as well. Remember I was saying that? Indeed, she looked into yeah. those types of things. So she was studying cancer. Yeah. So she was actually, wasn't she told to go and find a cure for cancer? Yeah. Back in and the she 50s. Did. And she did. And she cured loads and loads of people right. who were told by mainstream medicine that there was no hope. They were terminal, mm. whatever, four or five or People after term. chemo or uh, before chemo, whatever. Not a hope, go home and die there. Mm. Um, you know, and they went to Joanna Budwig and she brought them back with what was called the Budwig Protocol. Mm. And the Budwig Protocol is the hot topic. Which today. includes not just the food, not just the food, but a lifestyle change. If you're not getting enough sunshine, more of it. If you're in a job that is stressful, like if you work more than thirty hours a week, it's all this kind of related to like how much you move mm. and how much you have to do. Coming so back to cortisol levels, yeah, and yeah, stress yeah, all stress, all cancer. That. So you probably have to stop <laughs> doing what you're doing, and like you can't just continue kind of working if you're sick. Mm -hmm. So, um, so she, she was all that lined out. And then once you're taking care of all that, like your daily, then your next thing is the light attitude, you want to tell, take things serious, be happy, all this. And then, then, with do, that, do, with you've that. got the diet aspect of it. Yes. And the diet aspect, which we, on the first ever podcast we did, we spoke about it, I think. Oh, nice. Um, or the second, it was very early on. But what Joanna Budwig discovered, and I always love talking about this because it's in the book, 
which is the Health Now book. Yeah, yeah. Which you can get for free. Lovely. Online as part of the Irish Health Foundation oh. and part of this Irish Life podcast. Um, you can see it on our Facebook page or the Health Now Facebook page. Yeah. Um, but Joanna Bullwig discovered that cancer was related to the cells in the body losing their electro or electromagnetic charge. Oh. And whether electromagnetic or the electric charge. Mm. But anyway, she discovered that this the loss of this charge in the cells leads to a degradation and allows cancer mm. to form within the body. But if you restart the cells... So like cells are on their own, they can't live because they're dense, yeah, they're trapped, like, like fat cells, no, whatever, let's say, can like I say? The, the blood cells. So blood the, cells. the blood cells have a charge. They have mm. an electric charge in yes. them. So if you measure them, they have a charge. Oh. Um, but they lose their charge. As to, as mm. aging progresses yes. and as you put shit foods in the body like saturated fats and things like that, some things flare them up. Like some things reduce the charge of your cells. Oh my god! Sugar, all of the all of the nasty stuff oh, that we talk about, all brings the charge down. So she discovered that if you recharge the cell, the body can then recharge the immune system. The immune system and will oxygen. then oxygen. She was big into oxygen as well, oxygen wasn't she? As well. Mm. But it'll recharge the cell and it will then allow the body to fight the cancer and break it up and you can heal. And what she discovered was that using a combination of flax oil or linseed oil is another name for it. Flaxseed oil or linseed oil. You combine that with cottage cheese, low fat cottage cheese. So linseed oil is flaxseed oil. Yeah, nice. the same thing. Um, you combine the two of them and you take it on a regular basis obviously it's a complex protocol you take it at mm. certain times and yeah if you're curing cancer yeah. oh yeah um, you're, but you can also do this day to day yourself day -to -day, if you just want to use your own charge you know because this will recharge your body but the reason that you do it with the cottage cheese is because that flaxseed oil if you drink it on its Isn't own it berries as well you could put berries in with it if you want but that was just for taste oh, okay it was just for the taste and the combination was the flax oil with cottage cheese and that allows the Probably flax wasn't. oil to absorb or be absorbed by the cells so if you drink flax oil on its own the cells can't absorb it mm. so it can't use it it can't get the charge back if you eat it with cottage cheese the cottage cheese makes it water soluble and the cells can absorb it mm. and then you can do the repairing yes and that makes uh and Badass. it cures cancer and um this has been something that has been shunned she got and nominated hidden. and hidden for nobody but she's making a comeback the last um, check out the budwigcenter.com budwigcenter.com it's very interesting they yeah. have protocols for curing herself don't like de-stressing stuff she's written oh man yeah just like and it's and you know what God. it all makes complete sense and this is the way you know look you poison yourself you're going to get sick mm. you you put good stuff in the body can take a good better. bit you take, you take years of it yeah years years and God. years it'll leap you can See, struggle on like you mix around with exercise and stuff you can kind of blag out a bit but yeah. the alcohol so as well the alcohol is the number the intermittent one. fasting is but mm. I suppose do you know what if you're intermittent fasting I heard that right though. you cure cancer as well I heard that right though if you did have a cheat day let's say today you have pizza and you mm. broke out and you did this tonight and you had a bit of chocolate or whatever yeah like the next day would be very important to start your eating late yes to allow you know? the body to yeah. That, like, that's, 
that's a good thing to know. Like you, know, you yes. might have to fast for that day, but you should probably do a kind of a right. I did a lot of shit yesterday. My body doesn't need like a fucking breakfast roll now or slices of toast at eight o'clock. Probably have nothing till like ten or eleven. Mm, you know? Yeah. So it's 100%. a percent. It's a thing you can do if you have cheated. Um and, and back to Dr. Anna Patrick and the sulforaphane and all that and the, and the saunas and all the stuff that she was looking into. She was saying that the body doesn't really change much if you do have two cheat days with Very like little. genetics and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So you can actually go in and have your drink or have your thing or your pizza or whatever, but you have to do everything else as well on top of that. So yeah, there's, there's a fine yeah. balance of happiness and... But I'll be honest, I live that way. And I'll tell you last mm, night mm. now, I was yeah. good all week. And you know what? Last night, you? I had a packet of biscuits. And I felt shit afterwards. Oh, cold sweats. But I ate the biscuits. Yeah, but I, all week I was unreal. I was juicing mm. all week. I was doing everything. Back I had little to no sugar whatsoever yes. all week long. And I saw these, you know, the tasty butter biscuits. Yes. And I saw a pack and I said, I'm going to have them. Brilliant. And today now I've had nothing. Mm. Where, you know, like I said, a cup of coffee and I've had eggs yeah. and a little bit of steak. All good. Beetroot. No sugar, bit of beetroot, bit of coffee. A good one to sign out with actually, if we could just tell people to look out for each other. 100%. Always looking out for look each other. Look out for your best buddies, your girlfriend, your wife, your yeah. kids. We need a cuddle. I noticed Eddie there just talking, calling me, but you, like some kids, man, they just need an odd cuddle. Like, yeah. no, no, sometimes it gets annoying when they cuddle every time or whatever, but maybe we need to play with them a bit more, so, you know? Exactly, yeah. So, um, definitely spend more time with the kids. Look it out for everyone. feel young. Look out for everyone. Look out for your parents. Because life is too short. And don't oh, don't work too hard. Yeah. You know? Fuck work. You could be dead in the morning. Yeah. Totally you know? fuck work. Like, yeah. Give it socks when you're in there. But man, when you're not, enjoy the shit of every minute you have. Yeah. Do you know why I do that training in the morning? You know why my biggest secret is why I train in the morning? Because I have more time to myself. Yeah. Like I, like I can't do that stuff at home. I can, but it's harder because I'm after working all day. I'm after doing this. I'd probably be able to do the the jujitsu and I'll be able to do the heavy stuff, you know, the five sets of five, mm. handstand push-ups and stuff. I'd say I'd be able to do that at night. But uh, and that's resistance as well. Yeah. And that's building. So that that's what what, what we might do. And uh, keep the push-ups in the morning because that's more aerobic and it is quite um aerobic like. Yeah. So uh people should start, you know, try out what we're doing. We do live what we uh, what we what we preach. Yeah, and it's enjoyable, and it's it is a great view of life. And don't sweat the small stuff, and fuck it, like, and fuck yeah. what anyone thinks. And that's it. Rule number one. You know, fuck rule em. number one. I mean, like, let's all let everyone be themselves, and let your heart sing to what makes you you happy. Totally. You know. Leave everyone but, be. Because life is too short, you know, yeah. and there's no point in spending time. Try your best to think like him, and him. <laughs> exactly. And they're probably going to be doing okay. Yeah. Uh, and with that. I'd say we're signing out, man. Podcast. So. Fabulous. This Thursday podcast, 22. Thank you very much. We got away. We got through it all. Check it. With a whole video. Facebook Live. Forget it. Yeah. More, more Facebook Live. We got some sound recorded here. We got as well. the sound. All's good. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, yeah. Woop, woop. Signing out. Take care, lads. Back in the net. Take care. Bye now.